When you go to the library, what's the first thing you think about? For me, it's books. You come to the library to scour the shelves for your next read. When I was a kid, I always loved looking at picture books. I look at all the different styles and illustrations, all the different colors. I personally love the Frog and Toad series by Arnold Lobel. Libraries create safe spaces for kids to learn and explore, to dive into an ocean of possibilities. Kids across the country will be participating in this year's reading challenge, and you don't want to miss it. Have you signed up yet? Don't forget to register with Beanstack. To learn more about Beanstack, listen to last week's episode. Still not sure if you want to participate? Listen to a few words from Jillian, one of our children's librarians here at the library. So we're here with Jillian, one of our children's librarians here at the Mandel Public Library. Hi, Jillian. Hello, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing today? I'm doing just dandy, thank you. Okay. Wait, should I be speaking louder? Sorry. Oh, you're doing perfect. Okay. You're doing perfect. No worries. So, Jillian, what are your thoughts on the summer reading program this year? Um, I love summer reading. I'm very excited about it. We're in a bit of a flutter upstairs because it's going to be our first kind of big push summer reading since COVID. Um, so we're excited, tentative, but yeah. So Jillian, uh, what do you think is the importance of this program, of the, of the summer reading program, and what do you services? Like, what do you think are some really great programs we should highlight mm. right now for summer? Okay, I'm, well, summer reading in general, mm-hmm. I think, is super important. The oft-cited reason for that is that it helps combat summer slide, which mm-hmm. is um, basically learning loss that happens between semesters for kids. So, like, you know, they test higher at the end of spring semester than they do when they get back for fall. So you might forget some of your, like, language development and math. Um, and so it's good, I think, to engage with books and stuff over the summer. But also, I feel like it's fair to give kids a fallow period and they don't always have to be like, improving, improving, improving. So one of my favorite things about summer reading is it just kind of infuses learning with joy in a way that I think traditional school doesn't. So we're gonna have like obviously tons of books. You can win a book a week. Um, We have recommended reading lists, but we really encourage like individual choice and kids to read stuff that they're passionate about, even if it doesn't always line up with their reading level, because it makes reading so fun. But then of course, yes, we have tons of programs. Um, We are really excited, I'm really excited, to start um, Little Stitches, which is a sewing club for upper elementary and middle school. It's going to be Thursday afternoons. Um, I know Mr. Chris is going to be doing video game time. I think it's called Game On. Um, And just really kind of encouraging like free play and exploration through coordinated activities. And then we do have, I think, some outside presenters going. I don't know if it's confirmed, confirmed, but Cox Science Center should be coming for Creepy Crawlies where we get to, uh, I think it's live insects. Either that or it's insects in amber, which seems worse somehow, or like resin or something. Thing. I hope they're live. I would love live bugs in kids' face. Yeah, that sounds really cool. I mean, just the fact that you're doing like a stitching class for kids. I mean, I'd never seen that growing up, so that's I'm amazing. very excited. Yeah. My hope is that it's not too gendered because I feel like that tends to attract like femmes, girls, but I really hope it has a diverse turnout in that regard. Yeah, I hope so too. I think that'd be really cool to see just everyone participating in these programs. And then the creepy crawlies, that'll be fun for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds great. Oh my God. I love that. And then is there, for the summer reading prizes, what are they for the kids? That is such a good question. I know of books. So you get a prize when you register, you get a book prize book, and then you can get a book 
every week that you complete your reading. And it's super chill. It's like 20 minutes a day for a goal of 100 minutes a week. Oh, wow. Um, and for younger kids, like pre-K and kindergarten, it's five books. So that can be board books, picture books. Um, it's very low stakes. It's really just to encourage like consistency and engaging with the library. Our prize books are super good. I just bought like a lot of prize books, spent a lot of money in it, and it feels lovely. So thanks to the Library Foundation for, I don't know, finding us money. It's pretty rad. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so great. I know we have kind of bigger, uh, you know, raffle prizes. Do I know what that is? No, I think that's above my pay grade or someone else is in charge of that. Okay, well, I guess we'll find out later on. Yeah, maybe it's like a secret prize maybe. to be revealed. <laughs> Grand prize. Stay tuned. There you go. <laughs> I like that. Mandel Public Library, we're going to have a break spot which offers free, nutritious lunches and snacks all summer long. Now, this is going to start on Monday, June 6th, and it ends on Friday, July 22nd. So you have all that time to come here if you're 18 and under to get a free lunch. This is a partnership with the School District of Palm Beach County. We are also sponsored by the USDA Summer Food Service Program, who is providing these free lunches for you guys. Sounds great, right? Well, come by, get your free lunch. Here's Jillian's take on the free lunch program and why it's important. What are your thoughts about the food program that we're going to provide during the summer? I'm really excited. I think it's so important. I have worked at libraries that have done it before. Uh, this is my first summer here, so I can't speak to the experience of how it goes down here. But I feel like it's a really great way to, A, get people in the library, um, B, communicate that the library is here to meet your needs as a family and as an individual rather than like kicking you out if you need to put food in your body. I think it's like, uh, like sadly kind of progressive. I wish more libraries were like that, but um, I think it really acknowledges like the whole person of the patron and that we want you to feel comfortable here. And then I also like, I mean, kids can't like parents who typically rely on school lunches or kids who rely on school lunches suddenly have like so many more mouths to feed every day over the summer so providing that support is huge and one of my favorite things about it is that no identification is required no proof is required anyone under the age of 18 can walk in and say I would like some food and we say here you freaking go um, and I think that's a lovely thing because there's so few places where there's like truly such thing as a free meal yeah I, I couldn't agree more I mean I it's great to see a library like this to provide such a free service to kids and to help also just, you know, families, parents maybe who are just working 24-7 throughout the summer and don't have time to make lunches. And, you know, now they don't have to worry about that. It's great. It's awesome. And in the past, we've had volunteers read to, so one of our school lunch I guess it's not school lunch, it's just lunches now. Um, but we'll have volunteers come in and read to you while you eat, which is really sweet. Um, we're actually doing away with the volunteers, not because we don't love them, we have other stuff for them to do, but um, staff is gonna be like taking point on that as a way of reconnecting with a lot of families that we might not have met yet because they're growing up and they grew up during the pandemic and we wanna forge those connections. So we feed them, but we also make them read. <laughs> Uh, it's always a price, isn't there? <laughs> okay, so there is no such thing as a free lunch. You just have to, like, listen to Dogman and me doing all the voices. Oh, yeah. that's not so bad. I think that's a, <laughs> that's a fair trade. Okay. <laughs> right. Well, Jillian, it was great talking to you about this. Thank you for having me. What a treat and a dream. <laughs> Take care. <laughs> 
Thank you for listening. Don't forget to visit us here at the library or look through our online catalog via Hoopla or Cloud Library. Start reading today.